I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Alan Gratz, and he's one of today's best-selling children's authors of books inspired by history. And there's a new one out uh, through Scholastic Press, and we're very excited to chat about it. It's called Ground Zero. Welcome to the show. Hey, Janine. Thanks for having me. You know, I didn't know what to expect when I heard about this book, and... I loved how you brought this into, you know, the 20th anniversary. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I was reluctant to write a book about 9-11 for young readers. I, I write books for middle schoolers. That's my core age group. I have kids who read my books who are in upper elementary and kids who read them in high school, but my real core age is middle school. And I was reluctant to write it more because of me than because of them. Uh, I didn't know if I could handle the the feelings and emotions that I still had about 9-11, even 20 years later. Yeah. Uh, but but I had so many young people write to me and ask me for a book about 9-11. And I realized that, look, my daughter is 18 years old. She's a freshman in college. Mm -hmm. She was born in 2002, the year after 9-11. So if you're a kid in elementary school or middle school or high school, even into college, yeah. you were too young to live through it. And they have a lot of questions. Right. I'll just share a little story with you. I'm from the East Coast, and I remember I was living here. I remember exactly where I was the morning. I had the TV on, but I was trying to reach my dad. And the reason being is he had a meeting in one of the towers that morning. And I was panicked and panicked and finally got him on the phone. He says, oh, uh, my meeting was canceled. The guy was sick. Oh my and gosh. I had his badge in the hallway pinned to my bulletin board because, you know, and frequently he would say to me, want to come with me to work or, you know, whatever. And I thought I couldn't even imagine having lost my dad. I mean, my heart goes right. out to so many. Yeah. Uh, I was an eighth grade English teacher um, on September 11th, 2001 in Knoxville, Tennessee. And even that far away from New York City, we had one student in the school whose father was supposed to have a meeting in the Twin Towers that day. I, I think something like uh, 40,000 people are, were expected to go through the World Trade Center on a daily basis. I mean, when you're talking about numbers like that, it, it's bound to affect uh, not only a number of people in the New York metropolitan area, but, but far, far outside that too. Definitely. So how did you go about approaching this sensitive topic? How did you come up with your characters and develop this? Sure. So I, I knew that I wanted to tell part of the story in the Twin Towers that day, that I wanted to show things from, from ground zero. So I planned to have one of my kids, Brandon, uh, who's nine years old, be in the North Tower on the morning of September 11th when the first plane hits and then have to try and survive. Um, and I wanted that kid to be close to the age of my readers so they could see what it would be like if, if they themselves had been in that situation. But at the same time, I also knew that I didn't want to just tell the story of that day. The story of that day at the end of the day was Muslim terrorists are coming to kill us. And that was the story that day, but that hasn't been the story in the 20 years since then. And I realized if I just told a story about 9-11 and that day, it would leave off with that message. And we have so many other things we're dealing with right now that, that, that are much more pressing issues rather than bring up that, that old ghost. And so I thought, well, how do I address that? And for that, I tell a story of 11-year-old Rashmina. She is an Afghan girl who lives in Eastern Afghanistan, and she is caught in her own version of 9-11 as the United States and the Taliban use her village as a battleground in the present day. Right. Mm. 
what's the age group for this? Is it nine to 12? Yeah, nine to 12. Yeah, that sort of middle school age group range, six, uh, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, ages nine to 12, somewhere in there. I love how um, this is what you said. I put this on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Uh, Ground Zero explores these contradictions, highlighting how people are often at their best when the worst happens and how impossible it is to make the right decision when both outcomes are unacceptable. Yeah, that's something I really wanted to deal with. When I was reading about people in the Twin Towers that day, people who survived, uh, we, we don't have a lot of the stories of the people who didn't survive, the survivors who are the ones who are able to tell us their stories, but they were able to survive by working together, um, by coming together. And, but we also, I also saw many different examples of people having to make impossible decisions. Um, if, you, if you move the wreckage off of a wounded person to save them, will moving the wreckage off of them also cause their death by allowing them to bleed out, for example, right. a, a, a situation like that. Or in, in Afghanistan with Reshmina, when she finds a, a wounded American soldier, do, does she help that wounded American soldier, even though if she does, even knowing if she does, that if she brings that person back to her house, that it's going to bring the attention of the Taliban and, and possibly the retribution of the Taliban on her family and possibly her entire village. Wow. And so like, like these kind of questions I saw being dealt with on 9-11 in the Twin Towers and also mm -hmm. in the war in Afghanistan. And I, I wanted to address that for kids that there's not, there's not always a good answer to a question. Yeah. Uh, and I think largely our involvement in Afghanistan falls into that range. Yes, we've uh, we freed the country from the control of the Taliban. Yes, we've built more hospitals and roads, and there's incredible opportunities for women that there weren't before. But yes, the longer we stay there, the more civilians die in the war. And uh, like, like, there's no good answer. Do we leave? Do we stay? There's no good answer. Yeah, it's a whole moral dilemma. Yeah. Huge, yeah. There were things I'm sure you had to consider leaving out because this, the audience is nine to 12 and things I witnessed, other people witnessed watching the footage. I won't even get into it the morning of. That must've been hard to kind of gear it towards the younger audience. It was, when I write about difficult topics and I have written about other difficult topics. I've got books about the Holocaust. I have books about uh, refugees. I have books about war. I have other books about terrorism, but this one was going to be particularly hard as you, as you say. We all know those of us who who uh, who who could stomach knowing more about that day, uh, the awful things that happened uh, to people on 9/11 in the Twin Towers in particular, and I had to struggle. I did struggle with what to put in what and what not to put in. The thing about writing books like this for kids is you have to be honest. You have to be you have to be truthful about the situation because if you sugarcoat anything about any of these difficult topics, you're doing a disservice to the people who survived those events and of course the people who died in those events. Sure. And you're also not respecting the intelligence and, the, and the, the maturity of young readers. And they are more intelligent and more mature than, than many adults give them credit for. And they can smell 
when you're when you're talking down to them. They can they can totally pick up on when you're hiding things from them. Yes. So my only concession in writing about difficult topics is I, I will tell you the truth. I will tell young readers the truth about what happened on a particular day, but I will pull back on the gory details and the visceral details so that a young reader who is not ready for that doesn't have to see it on the page. And a, a more mature reader, an older reader can fill in the blanks with their own knowledge of what that might've looked like without me having to put it on the page for everyone. So I always try to include everything, uh, even the most difficult things uh, of a time and, and an event. Um, but I pull back on the description so that I don't, don't have to expose kids who aren't ready, uh, for, uh, aren't ready for that, yeah. yeah. What else would you like people to know about the book? I, I try to take the, the, the both events, 9-11 and the war in Afghanistan and show young readers what happened that day, but also the consequences of those days um, and those actions. Uh, so the, what are the consequences of 9-11 in the 20 years since? What are the consequences of the Afghan war in, in the present day and, and going forward. But I also ask other questions about how we got to those places, um, why we're in Afghanistan to begin with, and why the Twin Towers were attacked to begin with. When I was researching this book, I read a lot of books about 9-11 and almost all of them said, how could we not see this coming? Almost none of them asked, why did this happen? Which I thought was a really strange, difference. Like as Americans, we often don't say, why would somebody want to attack us? Instead, it's the question is, how did we not see that they would attack us? How did we not see this coming? And I wanted to address that a little bit too, uh, about the way that, that the United States has, has put ourselves out there in the world. And, and we have uh, put our fingers in other people's pies and we have, we have moved into other countries. Uh, we, we've, we've been players in the Middle East far before 9-11. Right. And what that brings back on us. Not that anything is ever just, not that 9-11 not, not that would ever be justified. Um, not that a terrorist attack is ever justified. But we have to ask ourselves why other people would do this. The, the, the line of the day was kind of like, oh, they hate our freedom. They hate our capitalist society. And really, honestly, I, I, I don't think that that's what people in the Middle East wake up thinking about. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Where can people find out more about you in the book? Uh, you can find more about me on my website at alangratz.com. And I spell my name A-L-A-N-G-R-A-T-Z. And it's just alangratz.com. And I'm also uh, frequently on Twitter at alangratz.com. I'm sorry, at alangratz. <laughs> Congratulations on your book. I, I know it must have been really hard to write, but it's an important one. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and I hope that it will fill in the blanks for a lot of young readers.